Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio this Friday, October 21st, 2022. If you'd like to contact me directly, the Secret Teachings rdgable at yahoo.com that's the email rdgable at yahoo.com you can also find us on facebook 
by searching for the show name and on Twitter at TST underscore underscore radio. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, has the free show archive if you missed any of the shows from this week. You can listen for free or search the show name on any radio or podcast player or app. The show is monetized through those sources, so if you'd like to get rid of those monetized advertisements, pretty simple. Just go to our website and subscribe to the full show archive. You'll get access to our shows, the montages, digital copies of my books that you can download and read. And these are huge books, massive books that I've published over the last couple of years. You can read those there or buy separate copies, but you get them included digitally with your subscription. And you'll also get a private RSS feed. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. Your support keeps us on air Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero here on GroundZero.radio and the Aftermath FM, soon to be Ground Zero application, which is free to download. It is, as I said, Friday, and we have a Halloween week coming up next week, culminating in the Halloween weekend, which Halloween traditionally is a three-day festival. So, you know, we have a Halloween celebration that we have the night before Halloween, kind of like Christmas Eve. A lot of people open their gifts, and then they spend Christmas with their family and Halloween's kind of similar. We don't really open gifts, but we go out trick-or-treating. Some people go and commit mischief for mischief night. And then we have Halloween during the day, which, you know, Halloween nowadays has, it's almost like Black Friday. A lot of communities, they'll have um, trick-or-treating like a week before, or they'll have it sometime earlier during the week. And when I was growing up, we always went, you know, the, the, the Halloween night or the night before Halloween, or you'd go both nights. Nowadays, we just, we do it like, it's like Black Friday. You get Black Friday in July now. You know, you get on Black Friday sales before Black Friday. And I've always done a Halloween show. Uh, for years, I did a show where we would talk about the origin of the traditions. And we will have a show like that next week. You know, like the black horse of the apocalypse I've talked about recently, the you know he carries the scales like Anubis in Egypt, like the uh, Santa Morte character from Mexico, and uh, like uh, Jesus. Jesus is actually depicted carrying scales in some some uh, reliefs and some paintings. It's judgment. It's judgment day. It's the end of the year. It's the crops being harvested and things dying and we go into the winter with death and cold which is hell and then out of the hell comes the sun and comes the white horse of spring so we'll talk about more of that next week we also have karen dolman joining us next week she'll be with us to talk about the ouija board we have charlie robinson joining us next week we'll probably do a couple of halloween shows next week but tonight like I always do every year, and I, I usually do it too close to Halloween. I wanted to do this a week before Halloween. We always do like a candy show. We always do a show where, I mean, I, I always find it fun because I really just, I can't stand these products. I always do a show where I, I really attack a fan favorite, and that is the, the Frankenberry, the Booberry, and the Count Chocula. I, I can't stand, I don't know why I can't stand these cereals, but I, I think it's maybe because when we consume the kinds of things like you know, these fun Halloween cereals, I used to eat them as a kid. 
we, I think now more than ever, this is appropriate. We are very, very hypocritical. Now, I'm not saying if you have a bowl of cereal and you have some candy for Halloween, you're a hypocrite. But what I'm thinking is that I actually agree, this might stun you, I actually agree with something that Don Lemon on CNN said last year in 2021. He said, and I'll play the clip for you, he said that people who don't want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, they're hypocrites because they're doing things like Botox. He was talking about a celebrity. I believe it was Nicki Minaj. They eat and drink things. They don't know what the ingredients are. And then he went on for a couple of minutes with Cuomo, and they said some things that were just standard mainstream media talking points. But I agreed with the first part. He's 100% right. That part is correct. The rest of it was fallacy and name-calling. But the first part was correct. Yes, people don't want the COVID-19 vaccines. Some people, because they are afraid or they don't like, they've researched it, they don't want those things in the vaccines or the gene therapy injected in their body. And they're hypocrites because while they're maintaining that belief, they'll they'll simultaneously consume things of which they don't know what they're putting in their body. And trust me, if you've never listened to this show, I understand pretty much every argument, every angle. For me, I have an absolutely lengthy grocery list of reasons why I wouldn't get the COVID-19 vaccine. And we could take a medical approach, a scientific approach. We could look at the scientific studies. We could look at the warnings from other doctors you're not allowed to hear from. Other scientists you're not allowed to hear from. We can look at the hypocrisy and the lies of the mainstream media and people like Dr. Fauci and people like President Biden and so many others, both Republican, Democrat, left, right, etc. There's a lot of reasons I wouldn't take it. But if somebody says to me, well, you eat foods and you drink drinks and you do things that are harmful to yourself, what's the difference if you believe this thing is harmful? Why don't you just get it because it'll protect other people? And that doesn't affect me because I watch and I monitor what I consume and what I, what I drink and what I eat. But for other people, it's a very true statement. You, you, you don't really watch what you put in your mouth, what you drink, what you eat, what you consume. But you're really worried about these ingredients in these vaccines. Again, this doesn't mean that everybody who doesn't take a vaccine is a hypocrite. But Don Lemon had a point when he said this. Here's the clip from 2021, and although I agree with the first part, I disagree with the rest of it. That's how most media works anyway. They provide you with like 20% of of the statement is factual, and the rest of it is totally fictitious, and they associate the fiction with the nonfiction. But this is what Don Lemon said. I agree with him, surprisingly. I don't know what's in the shot, Chris. I don't know what's in that shot. I'll tell you what's not yeah, in it. Hold on, a tracking me, device. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me finish this. You know what's that, you know what they they get shots in nowadays in their rear ends. They're getting shots to make it bigger. They're getting shots in their face. They don't know what's in Botox. They don't know what's in uh, this stuff. Nothing wrong with Botox. People tried don't it. know what they eat. Look, what they drink, I tried it once. Smoke. My eyebrow went up. I don't have it now. As you can see, I got all these wrinkles. Everybody asked me when I'm going to get you get Botox. But listen, nothing wrong with Botox. Clearly. But I'm saying, do people really know what's in stuff that they inject in their bodies all the time? And they're what like, they oh, eat? They what they what drink? they eat, what they drink, all the stop it. Stop it with the ignorance. 
He's totally right. So is Cuomo. What they eat, what they drink, what they smoke, what they do. Most people don't think. Most people don't concern themselves with these things. And I can't believe that when I was preparing for tonight's show, I actually remembered this clip and I thought, oh my God, I agree with something that Don Lemon said. I I can't believe that I actually agree with that. It's true. You might not agree with me. You might be a hypocrite. You might not like what I'm telling you right now. If you don't like what I'm saying, here's another example. What about the people that do eat poorly and take care of themselves poorly, don't sleep, eat candy for breakfast, and then tell other people because they're not wearing a mask, even though they're healthy, they're going to get them sick. This happened to me at my place of employment a year and a half ago. I was told that I was going to get this other lady sick because I wasn't wearing a mask, despite the fact that this woman literally ate candy bars for breakfast and then talked all day about how she plays video games until about one in the morning and then comes to work at 6 a.m. So you don't get enough sleep. You literally eat candy for breakfast and drink a soda. And then you tell me that I'm going to get you sick. So this goes both ways. Republicans do this. Democrats do this. I know everything seems to be divided along those lines today, but this goes both ways for people that are wear a mask, take a vaccine. They also don't pay attention clearly to what they do to their body, what goes into their body. They blame other people for it in the same way that people who might not do those things. They don't want the vaccine. They don't want the mask, et cetera. They don't, they don't want to participate for lots of different reasons. Well, it's kind of the same thing. You know, it might not be, you know, someone else's fault that they get sick. They just want to live their lives. But when it comes to arguing why they wouldn't want to take the vaccine or the mask, oh, it could do damage. It could be harmful to me. Well, Don Lemon's right. So is Cuomo. What are you putting into your bodies? What are you smoking? What are you drinking? What are you eating? Those things have an effect on the body. You know, and and, and I love how people that tend to be on the right use left-wing talking points nowadays. I get this from some listeners who feel that I am shaming them. This isn't about shame. This is about consistency. This is about logic. This is about what is reasonable. And when I see both political sides, the left and the right, and I see people that are not on the left or the right, people that are down the middle, arguing for policies and debating and fighting with each other really over the same thing. And what they're saying is don't be responsible. Just vote for people who are going to lower the cost of already overpriced irresponsibility. For example, the Inflation Reduction Act. What does the Inflation Reduction Act do? It lowers prescription drug costs. It caps them at $2,000. And seniors and older people and people on drugs which about 50% of the country is on at least one drug, maybe I think it's up to two or three, 75% is on one for sure, 50% I think it's like two or three drugs. That's a huge percent of the population. Most people are driving their vehicles impaired with pharmaceutical drugs, legal pharmaceutical drugs. If you're getting pulled over for smoking weed, you should be pulled over for popping a Xanax, as far as I'm concerned. AAA did that report, by the way. We did a whole show on that. It's, It's about consistency here. So, People are excited about the lower prescription drug costs. But why are so many people on the drugs anyway? 
And why are the drug companies allowed to charge these massive prices anyway? And then government officials that should have it in their power to help regulate these industries and not give them a revolving door between government and regulatory agencies, etc. Say, well, we're going to cap it at this amount because we did something for you to help you get cheaper drugs that are making you sicker and maintaining a problem without actually solving the root cause of the problem. So the left has been bragging about getting prescription drug costs capped. How about this? How about, and I wish I had money to run for office because I would say things like this in the debate. Why do you think you need to be on these drugs to begin with? Especially for older conservatives who are on these medications who might not want to take a vaccine, but they're still on the prescription drugs. I need my drugs. I need my pills. It's okay. It's not that pills and drugs and surgeries and things can't help people. They can. But we have to ask the question. We have to have consistency in our observances of these things. Why are people excited because something that they shouldn't be taking, something that is making them, in most cases, sicker, at least maintaining the problem, why are we celebrating that now costs kind of less, but still super expensive to get a product that's making you sick and maintaining your illness? That seems totally contrary to everything that is moral and just and right and honest and logical and reasonable, etc. Likewise, you've probably seen this in the media. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is running for office. And Herschel Walker said this at a recent debate. Herschel Walker said that, yeah, he would not support lowering the cost of insulin because, well, people shouldn't be on insulin to the degree that they are. Insulin can help some people. There are different types of diabetes, type 1, type 2. They're even debating classifying a third type of diabetes now. So when he says that we need to eat better, we need to be careful with what we put into our bodies, this former NFL player of 12 seasons running for Senate in Georgia makes a statement which affects largely, especially in Georgia, affects largely black communities. He says, you got to eat right or the insulin doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what the cost of the insulin is. If you don't eat right, it doesn't matter if that insulin is free or that insulin is super expensive. That insulin isn't going to do you any good. Take a listen to this interaction and both the left and the right, now they came together on this one. They got into bed on this one and said, he's insulting the people who have diabetes without you know making the the, the distinction between what's type 1 and what's type 2 and how many people have type 1 as opposed to type 2. Type 2 is uh, not genetic, officially. Type 2 is lifestyle. Type 1 is considered genetic. And way more people have type 2, which means way more people have a condition that is reversible or preventable with, well, what Herschel Walker says here. And I don't know much more about this guy. I just know that he's, uh, well, now he's a politician, uh, former NFL uh, running back. And uh, he's a Republican nominee for the Senate in Georgia. That's all I know about him. But I heard this clip and I, I was floored by it. Uncaps the cost of insulin. He said he would not have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. And I think he should tell the people of Georgia why he thinks they should have expensive insulin and why the pharmaceutical companies should be able to charge us whatever they like. Okay, before you hear his response, though, that was his opponent. Before you hear his response, 
he should tell you why he didn't vote for the Inflation Reduction Act, why he didn't vote to lower this or that. I have a better response than I think any other politician has given to that discussion, that debate, that question. That Inflation Reduction Act was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. Here are some responses that you could give your opponent. Number one, did you read the entire act? No, no, no. Did you read the whole thing? So because I didn't vote for something, the Inflation Reduction Act, despite the fact that it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages, you assume that I do or don't support certain things in the act because I weighed against logic, I weighed against common sense, what should have been supported, what shouldn't have been supported based on economic reasons, based on what is actually going to help people, based on policies that may or may not work. You know, I, I, I tried to figure out what the best option was here. I didn't just vote because I'm this or that, because I'm a Republican or a Democrat. That would probably be a better way to respond. But Herschel Walker had a really great response. Take a listen to this. Well, first of all, may I respond? You know, I believe in reducing insulin, but at the same time, you got to eat right. Because he may not know, and I know many people that's on insulin, and unless you have an eating right, insulin is doing you no good. So you have to get food prices down, and you got to get gas down so they can go get insulin. And you continue to pat yourself on the back, but right now, families are starving. Right now, families are hurting, and they're hurting because of the bills and the laws you're passing right now. I don't know anything else about Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, though, based on that statement, he would have my vote if I was voting for him in Georgia. That is a common sense, logical, factual statement. And you don't hear that from the right or the left. Insulin is something that some people need. But some people are also addicted to insulin in the same way they're addicted to any other thing. I'm not saying that you crave insulin. I'm saying you're addicted to it, the process of doing it. The doctors are taking care of me. The pharmaceutical companies are taking care of me. Yes, some people need insulin, but let's get to the root source of the problem. There are two types of diabetes. There's type 1 and type 2. Type 1 is considered officially a genetic condition that usually shows up very early in life. Type 2 diabetes is considered officially a lifestyle-related disease. Type 1 diabetes, your immune system is attacking and destroying the insulin-producing cells in your pancreas, so you need to take insulin to replace that. For type 2 diabetes, it's a little bit different. You're taking uh, insulin injections. Usually it's a single injection uh, in order to regulate the insulin in your body. So very similar types of uh, usages for insulin, but two different types of diabetes. Now, we could talk about what causes the first kind of diabetes. That's not the point here. The point is there are two types of diabetes, and insulin is taken for slightly different reasons, but people still need their insulin. So if you think about what Herschel Walker said, he says, well, we, we, we could talk about lowering insulin, but it's not, you know, basically it's not that we want to pay drug companies more money for insulin. We'd like to get people off insulin so drug companies don't make any money. And this is what his opponent, and this is what a lot of politicians have done. They say, because you don't vote for this or that act, you want to make sure drug prices stay high. You support the big drug companies. When in fact, it's the people that vote for those things like Inflation Reduction Act 
that are working with the big drug companies to keep the cost so high that then they can author this agreement and then they can tell the public, look, we work to get the cost down, but it's artificially high and then they artificially bring it down so they can tell you we worked with those companies. We stood up to those companies. We got that price down for you to keep taking that insulin, to keep taking that drug. That is fraud. When someone says, actually, if we get off of the insulin by eating right, we lower the usage of the insulin, we lower the cost of the insulin along with it, we don't have to pay these drug companies anything. And this is the problem with modern, well, left-wing, Democrat, liberalism-type politics, whatever they want to call it, is they act like they're not working for the big oil companies. They act like they're not working for the big drug companies. No, they are the big oil companies. They are the big drug companies. That's why the big oil companies were the biggest supporters, the biggest supporters, according to CNN Money and all these other publications, the biggest supporters of the climate deal in Paris. That's why these big drug companies, they're, they're totally fine with the Inflation Reduction Act. Bill Gates, one of the richest people in the world, he's the one that basically authored part of the bill, and he called the Senate and said, you will vote for this. And, well, it's official, it's Bloomberg. Bill Gates is behind getting the thing passed. But it's supposed to be anti-billionaire, anti-drug company, anti-inflation, but it's actually pro-billionaire, pro-drug company, pro-inflation. So tonight's show is not about the Inflation Reduction Act, but listening to what Herschel Walker said, he's 100% right. And when you say, well, we have to get rid of insulin because we can just replace it with lifestyle changes, not for everybody. It's a more complicated process than that. Of the people that have genetic issues and they have type 1 diabetes, only about a million and a half Americans suffer from that. That's not really a lot of Americans that are suffering from that particular problem. Maybe they need insulin. But for the rest of the people that have diabetes, diabetes type 2, it's 37 million Americans. That is a lot more than type 1. And those 37 million Americans that people say Herschel Walker offended because they have diabetes and they need insulin, well, a mass majority of them 37 million Americans that have diabetes could reverse it with what Herschel Walker said. You got to eat right. So tonight on the show, a week out from Halloween, there's no shaming. There's none of that. We're going to look at, well, some ingredients. We're going to look at some more of this political mumbo jumbo. We're going to discuss some things related to Halloween. And we're going to talk about a little more about this diabetes issue and how we have such a hypocrisy in both the left and the right. You don't want to miss tonight's show. I think it's going to be enlightening. www.thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged. I wrote Liberty Shrugged to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700 page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the founding fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. 
We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. This is David Icke from davidike.com and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. So I know it's a very controversial subject anytime somebody tries to tie together opposing or apparently opposing points of view on the world. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that I'm not any wing of any ideology. I like to look at things from a middle perspective, and sometimes that middle perspective goes perceptually more in one direction or another. Tonight, I wanted to do a show before we get to the Halloween week, and I wanted to do a show where we talk about, well, big candy corporations, ingredients in candy, Halloween cereals, but I want to do it differently than we've done it the last couple of years, and I was thinking of how we should start the show, and then I remembered, well, a little bit of hypocrisy that some people who otherwise might agree with this show have been suffering from. Here's an example of it. Here's Don Lemon on CNN last year saying something that, although it has nothing to do with food and candy, has a lot to do with our subject tonight. Take a listen to what Don Lemon said. And he's totally right. The rest of his statement is propaganda. A lot of it is just just raw rhetoric. But the first part is very true. Take a listen to this. I don't know what's in the shot, Chris. I don't know what's in that shot. I'll tell you what's not in it. Hold on. A tracking device. Yeah, yeah, let me let me let me finish this. 
You know what's the, you know what they they get shots in nowadays in their rear ends. They're getting shots to make it bigger. They're getting shots in their face. They don't know what's in Botox. They don't know what's in uh, this stuff. Nothing wrong with Botox. People don't it. know what they eat, Look, what they drink, I tried what it they once. Smoke. My eyebrow went up. I don't have it now. As you can see, I got all these wrinkles. Everybody asked me when I'm going to get you get you need Botox. But listen, nothing wrong with Botox. Clearly. But I'm saying, do people really know what's in stuff that they inject in their bodies all the time? And they're what like, they oh, eat, they what they what drink, they eat, what they drink. All the stop it, stop it with the ignorance. And that's exactly what it is. It is ignorance. Don Lemon is right about that. Maybe you decide to turn the show off. Maybe you decide to unsubscribe. That's fine. At least I can sleep well at night. Don Lemon is right about that. There are plenty of people that refuse to get a COVID-19 shot because I don't like the ingredients. However, they have no problem eating, drinking, snorting, huffing, smoking, injecting, etc. Things that they don't know anything about into their bodies. I want you to think about that for a moment because... That is ridiculous hypocrisy, ridiculous ignorance. Now, it's one thing if you are aware of that hypocrisy and you laugh about it, then fine. I laugh with you and no big deal. I'm just trying to point out the inconsistency, especially if we're talking about alternative media, alternative independent media and people that are kind of on the right wing, but kind of in the middle And they try to act like they're not with really either side, but they do kind of have a side. Then when it comes to something like a vaccine, oh, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Uh, All these bad ingredients in it, I could have this or I could have that anaphylactic shock, myocarditis. There could be a lot of things that could happen to me. And you're right, there could be. But then you go and you eat and drink things and snort and inject things into your body and smoke things that you don't really know what the consequences of those things are. Or you do know and you do it anyway, which makes you a double hypocrite. In the same way that people who were universally sick or people that ate poorly and people that were were already feeling terrible and then because other people didn't wear a mask, that's why they were sick. I mean, this is stunning ignorance. Stunning ignorance. Don Lemon is 100% right about that. Now, I have another clip for you. This is Senate candidate for the state of Georgia, Herschel Walker, former NFL player. And he said something that, well, the Democrats and the Republicans, they dropped their weapons and they started a political uh, ancestral orgy because they all agree on, well, the, the, the opposite of what Herschel Walker said. Take a listen to what he said. First is his opponent, and then listen to what he says. Uncaps the cost of insulin. He said he would not have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act, and I think he should tell the people of Georgia why he thinks they should have expensive insulin and why the pharmaceutical companies should be able to charge us whatever they like. Well, first of all, may I respond? You know, I believe in reducing insulin, but at the same time, you got to eat right because he may not know, and I know many people that's on insulin, and unless you have an eating right, Insulin is doing you no good. So you have to get food prices down, and you got to get gas down so they can go get insulin. And you continue to pat yourself on the back. But right now, families are starving. Right now, families are hurting. And they're hurting because of the bills and the laws you're passing right now. And that's 100% accurate. Everything that Herschel Walker said, 100% accurate. And what has the media done to him? Both the left and the right and even alternative media, 
they mock it, they laugh at it, they dismiss it, or they just gloss over it and don't talk about it. I mean, this, I could do a whole show on this. This is so important. He's 100% right. And what he's saying is that people who vote for, let's say, the Inflation Reduction Act or any other bill that's supposed to lower prescription drug costs or supposed to you know, cap insulin, etc., what they're actually doing is they're working with the big pharmaceutical companies that they claim that they oppose. Those pharmaceutical companies have a revolving door between regulators and government and politicians and their companies. And then the companies charge massive, massive amounts of money for their products that are typically a byproduct of lifestyle issues that cause the problems the companies manufacture, the products they sell to, to, to solve or to, to maintain, quote-unquote, cured, not, not cure, but treat. So the people that work with those companies then say, well, we're going to pass a bill to lower the cost so they're politically heroes to the people that are on these drugs and addicted to them in many ways. Sometimes you get so addicted, like, chemically, physiologically, that if you get if you stop taking them, you have serious consequences. You might even die. That's why they tell you to whatever the drug is you're, you're stopping uh, usage of. You should talk to your doctor and you have to wean yourself off of it, depending on what it is. People are on all kinds of drugs. So they work with those companies to artificially lower the price. It's still a massive amount of money that's being charged. But then they're the heroes politically because they stood up to the big companies. Herschel Walker, on the other hand, is basically saying, well, we don't actually have to pay those companies anything. We can stop paying those companies, mostly if we just eat better. And that is not only so factual, it's embarrassingly factual that I bet you maybe four or five people in the audience physically present and maybe like 5% of the people watching that debate agreed with what he said, Republican or Democrat. Everybody else disagreed with him because this is all the media said. He's attacking people with diabetes. It's much more complicated than that. It's a much more complex situation than that. So I did a little bit of research. I wanted to find out exactly what was going on because, you know, some people, they need insulin more than other people. So I did a little bit of research. There's two types of diabetes. Type 1 diabetes is considered a genetic condition, we could discuss that more in detail, but I'm not sure if it's a genetic condition or not. I don't know if I believe that. Type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle-related condition. Type 1 diabetes, you take your insulin shots. Type 1 diabetes, your body supposedly attacks itself, so you don't produce insulin, so you have to take these shots. And then type 2 diabetes, you get injections, usually one a day, sometimes two a day, or you have and or you have diabetes pills, and that's because your body is not regulating insulin uh, production the way that it normally should. So you have to put insulin into the body. Now, the people that actually have a quote genetic condition, if we're just listening to the mainstream, they uh, they they account for about one and a half million uh, of of all diabetes cases, one and two. Now, there are total, there are about 38 and a half million cases of diabetes in the United States. This is official. These are the numbers I'm looking at, CDC, et cetera. So you can do the math there, 38 and a half million cases, but only a million and a half are type 1 diabetes. That means 37 million Americans have 
a condition that they are taking insulin and other drugs for, a condition that officially, in the mainstream official narrative, can be cured with doing exactly what Herschel Walker said. You got to eat right. It's as simple as that. Very simple language. You got to eat right. And he's 100% right. And the CDC even says that 37 million Americans, they estimate about 80% of those diabetes cases can be reversed within a relatively short period of time, within a year, by eating right. Now, eating right, quote-unquote right, that's a very complex thing too. And the point of tonight's show is not to get into that. The point is to point out the glaring hypocrisy when people say, well, you didn't vote for this bill, so you want insulin and drugs to be high. When in fact they're working usually, I don't know if his opponent is, but usually they're working with the companies to keep the price high than to artificially lower it to act as if they are political heroes who are saving your life by getting you cheaper drugs. The real question should be, the real debate should be, why do so many people take these drugs? Why are so many people on these drugs? How about we work to get people off these drugs, just like we should work to get people off the street, to get them employed, to get them places to stay, to get them a clean place to to live, to get them a shower, to get them some food and some clean water, rather than allowing it to gestate on the street, allowing homelessness and crime in the name of, we have to respect people's decisions and we have to just don't touch them. They have a right to live in the middle of the street. We should be helping people get off the street. We should be helping people get off the prescription drugs, helping people get off of the insulin. Well, I need my insulin. I understand that some people need the insulin. And until you change your lifestyle for the lifestyle types of diabetes, type of diabetes, you will need the insulin. But the insulin is not helping you. The drug companies are not helping you. You want to talk about lowering the cost of drugs? How about paying nothing for drugs? And I don't mean socialism. I mean, you don't pay anything for drugs because you don't need the drugs. That would be a big solution to the problem. 37 million Americans have diabetes, a disease that can be cured with lifestyle changes. Think about that. That is officially from the CDC. You can cure diabetes with lifestyle conditions. As a matter of fact, the CDC reported, they do this every couple of years, The leading causes of death in the United States are as follows. Up to 40% of annual deaths from each of the five leading causes of death in the United States are preventable. They include heart disease, cancer, chronic lower respiratory disease, stroke, and unintentional injuries. Now, if you put unintentional injuries aside, heart disease, cancer, chronic lower respiratory disease, and stroke up to 40% of the annual deaths from these things can be prevented, according to the CDC. Now, I'm telling you that the CDC is saying this because for people that maybe don't believe or trust the CDC, that's fine. But I want you to see that for the people who do trust the CDC, this is what the CDC is telling them, and yet they are also very hypocritical because they believe that these conditions can be solved by artificially lowering the cost of drugs that maintain these conditions and make them worse so they can act like they're political heroes while people suffer and continue to die from things that are reversible, that are actually curable, 
and that are preventable in the first place if you just change lifestyle. But that means that the people on the political side that, well, like a lot of you who don't you know, necessarily trust the CDC, you would also then have to admit that, well, these conditions that you also suffer from can be cured with lifestyle, which means that everybody would have to do something that nobody wants to do on average, and that is take responsibility, not just either ignore the problem or vote for people who lower the cost of an already overpriced irresponsibility. So up to 40% of those deaths can be cured, can be reversed. Again, this is what the CDC is saying. That's a massive number of deaths, up to 40%. The leading cause of death is heart disease. So up to 40% of heart disease, I mean, that, that's more than a quarter million people. It's like 610,000, so about 40%. It's more than a quarter million people a year would still be alive. Where is CNN, Fox News, the alternative media? We've got to save lives, stop people from taking the vaccine, inform people the truth, the truth, the truth. You want to talk about the truth? You want to save lives? Start talking to people about preventing diabetes and reversing diabetes. Start talking to people about reversing heart disease and preventing heart disease. We've known since the late 90s you can reverse and prevent heart disease. It's very it's actually very it's stunningly simple. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to pay the drug companies anything. You don't have to vote for a politician who works for the drug companies to lower the cost. You can do it yourself. And that, to me, is a very enlightening thing. That is a very powerful thing. But again, everybody then has to say, well, I'll take responsibility for it. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, get this, 86% of all healthcare spending in the United States is spent on chronic diseases. The CDC estimates, this is a quote, eliminating three risk factors, poor diet, Inactivity and smoking would prevent 80% of heart disease and stroke cases, 80% of type 2 diabetes, and 40% of cancer cases. Now, cases can also be very fidgety, but generally speaking, think about those numbers officially from the government. This is officially, if you believe the mainstream, this is what this is where you get your information from. 86% of all healthcare spending is spent on chronic diseases. Most of them can be reversed and prevented in the first place. That means 86%. That's a big number. 86%. We spend billions of dollars on healthcare. Billions and billions and billions of dollars on healthcare. 86% of that can be just the snap of a finger gone. If people took responsibility, and obviously not everybody's going to do that at once, but the idea is 86% of U.S. healthcare spending can be eliminated if you just, well, you uh, change your lifestyle a little bit. And it doesn't even have to be drastic. That's, that's, a, that's a huge number. We're talking billions and billions of dollars saved. The CDC, furthermore, based on their estimates, they say if you do a little bit of exercise, you stop smoking so much, and you change your diet and lifestyle, and it doesn't mean that you have to live, uh, you know, people think, oh, I got to live on apples. Where do you get this idea from? That is the stupidest, that's one of the stupidest things I ever heard. 
poor diet and activity and smoking. That prevents 80% of heart disease, 80% of type 2 diabetes, 40% of cancer rates. This confirms what Herschel Walker said. He said the insulin isn't doing you any good. Why would I vote to reduce the cost of it when we can just get rid of insulin altogether? You don't even need to have insulin. We have it in case people need it for certain cases that you know you can't cure or reverse with diet. Whatever causes type 1 diabetes, you might need insulin, about a million and a half cases. But the rest of the people that have diabetes in this country have diabetes because of lifestyle conditions. You can reduce diabetes by 80%. That means 8 out of 10 people who have diabetes would no longer be on diabetes with better diet, a little more activity, less smoking. Obviously, age ranges differ. Obviously, where you live matters. All this comes into play. But the point is, if you can reduce the cost of diabetes and heart disease and these kinds of chronic diseases, both financially and the burdens put on you and your family and having to always take drugs and having to get your insulin, and you can do it with some simple changes, why is every COVID-19 cult leader and member not telling the public this. You want to save lives? You want to make sure that people are healthy? You want to stand up to the big drug companies? Rather than reducing the cost of an already overpriced product, how about you just inform people and educate people on how to get off those drugs to begin with? See, that's when you realize, if you realize it, that this is a big scam. The drug companies are working with these politicians. They're working with the people that they tell you are working for your benefit to lower the cost of drugs and lower the cost of insulin. And then Herschel Walker says, well, you could just eat right and then you wouldn't need to worry about insulin at all. And people, oh, well, wait, that's an insult to people with diabetes. Well, for some people, they need the insulin. Type 1 diabetes is a different case, but you've only got a million and a half cases of that in the United States. 37 million Americans have type 2, which is totally preventable. I mean, almost 100% preventable. The CDC estimates 80%, which is a huge chunk of the overall health care budget in the United States. It's a huge chunk of your personal budget. Reducing the cost is nothing compared to eliminating the cost. Or reducing it not with bills and legislation, but reducing it drastically with changes in your lifestyle. Now, you should still work with a doctor to do this, but that's not the point. If, you're, if, everybody, if everybody listening right now has all these arguments and just, oh, I don't want to do this and do that, that's not the point to, the, to tonight's show. The point is to show you tonight that there is massive hypocrisy for people that are on both sides of the political spectrum and people that aren't on the spectrum at all. If you don't want to take a COVID-19 vaccine because of the ingredients and you can't acknowledge that Don Lemon is right when he says that, well, you don't think about Botox or food or water, or any other stuff that you consume, why are you so worried about this shot? Because for the same reason that people wear masks, because it's a political symbol, it's an identity symbol, it's the same reason that people won't get a vaccine, because it's an identity symbol. That makes the conservative right absolutely no different than the so-called liberal left. You wear the mask as a symbol of identity, or you take the mask off, which it's harder to tell if someone isn't wearing a mask, if they're doing it for political reasons, but it's the same exact idea and it's present on both sides. Obviously, not everybody over there and not everybody over here does the same thing, but generally speaking, the same ideology is present on both sides. I don't get a vaccine. 
I don't believe in vaccines. I don't trust the ingredients. Really? Because if that's the case, you shouldn't be smoking, drinking, snorting, huffing, eating, etc. The things that you're doing all the time. If that's offensive to you, as long as you can admit, admit, admit your hypocrisy, we're all hypocrites a little bit, then, you know, that's okay. I'm just trying to point it out. I'm trying to point out the inconsistencies. I'm trying to point out the hypocrisy. I'm trying to point out how the left and the right both go after Herschel Walker. He's offending diabetes patients and people that they've just been diagnosed and now they don't know what to do and they got to get insulin. And well, how about we just get people off the, the insulin to begin with and then we don't have to worry about paying the drug companies uh, a capped cost or any cost. That sounds better to me. That I mean, that sounds more classically conservatively liberal. Why would you want to support the big companies at all? Just don't support them. Get off those drugs. Obviously, there are a lot of factors that go into this. I understand that. People hear these things, they get really upset. You can't really put your finger on what I am, right? He Is he a Republican? Is he a Democrat? What is he? Is he a libertarian? I can't, is he a doctor? Is he a scientist? I, I, none of that matters. None of that matters. I'm just finding inconsistencies and trying to point them out. I'm finding hypocrisy and I'm trying to point it out. I mean, I want to know this. I want to know how many people who won't get a vaccine because of the ingredients. Now, I mean, I won't get a vaccine because ingredients. I won't get the vaccine because, well, I've read the medical and scientific literature and they don't do anything. I won't get a vaccine because I don't trust the companies because I don't trust that even the ingredients are what's actually in the thing. I won't get a vaccine because uh, I'm not going to get sick. I, I haven't been sick in years. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to get personally, I'm not going to get sick probably until my body starts to break down a little bit as I get older. And if I start doing really bad things to my body, which goes back to the ingredient thing, I'm not a hypocrite because I also watch the food and the things I put into my body. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't stuff uh, snort anything. I don't huff anything. I don't do, do any of that stuff. All I do is eat plants and I've, I've reversed my heart condition. I reversed my diabetes and I've been successful with it. Everybody's a little different. So I'm not saying just do what you perceive to be the best thing. You need to understand it. You should probably talk to a doctor who understands these things better than I do and figure out what the best uh, situation is. But the reality is we can eliminate cancer, diabetes, stroke, diabetes type 2 particularly, uh, and heart disease with lifestyle changes. So if, if you don't trust the CDC, that's fine. But if you do trust the CDC and you're worried about people not wearing masks or people not getting vaccines, well, you should be worried about people who are not exercising, people who are smoking, and people who have really poor diets because that's where most people are dying from every year. Conditions that are reversible, conditions that are curable, conditions that are first and foremost preventable. So I'd like to know this. I mean, if, again, if you can admit that you're a hypocrite, that's fine. That's all I'm looking for. I'm a hypocrite sometimes. But I want, I want you to think about this. You know, every year we have these... Um, we have these Halloween cereals that come out, right? Frankenberry, Booberry, Count Chocula. And this year I went and I looked at the ingredient list. It's, it's pretty much the same as it's always been. This is from General Mills. And listen to this list of ingredients. First of all, it says contains bioengineered food ingredients. So now your Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry, they're all genetically engineered. It says whole grain corn, corn meal. Sugar, corn syrup, dextrose, which is usually derived from corn, uh, canola and or sunflower oil, modified corn starch, salt, gelatin, 
trisodium phosphate, natural and artificial flavor, red 40, blue 1 and 2, malic acid, citric acid, and then a whole list of synthetic artificial vitamins. If you're eating Halloween cereal, if you're eating Halloween candy and not checking the label, but then telling people, I don't get a vaccine because of the ingredients, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. And although I won't get a vaccine because of the ingredients, I'm also not a hypocrite because I'm not eating these kinds of things. And this is just one example. Virtually this entire thing is just made of corn. Processed, genetically modified corn. Especially for the people that are, I don't trust big companies. I don't trust uh, big corporations. I don't trust genetically modified foods. But then you go and you eat this because, oh, it's fun for Halloween. It's just the inconsistency. It's the hypocrisy that, that bothers me. That's, that's what it is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings Radio Show. There's a lot more coming up after this in the next hour. www.thesecretteachings.info Please subscribe. Please buy a book. Please leave us a review on one of the radio podcast players. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Let us know what you think of tonight's show. And there's more after this. As I said, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. The Secret Teachings Radio Show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. 
Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl up to the fall up back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi everyone, this is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. tuned into the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable it is friday october 21st 2022 into saturday 2022 secretteachings.info is the website and the email to contact the show is rdgable at yahoo.com you can also find us on twitter tst underscore underscore radio problem with Twitter is Twitter keeps taking my posts down and when I get new followers they don't usually show up on the follower count so I'm not sure what the deal is with that we're also not on any other social media platforms except Facebook because well Gab won't let me post on their platform even though I have an account tried Gitter Gitter also won't let me post on their account I, things are blocked sometimes I can post but things are blocked so I just I gave up and you know I noticed the hypocrisy and that kind of censorship because although we tend to reduce those types of issues to raw politics and one side does this the other side does that I mean really the Republicans and the Democrats do the exact same thing and they're both responsible for censorship they're both responsible for kicking people out that they don't like. I mean, I was reading the story of uh, this adult film star, Brandy Love, who I've contacted and I'm trying to get on the show. And I think it was a couple of years ago, she went to a Turning Point, which is a conservative group, Turning Point Action uh, event in, I think it was in Tampa. And it's not like she went dressed like a porn star. She went dressed very nicely. And they kicked her out of the event because she was an adult film star, although that's not all she is. She's also a successful business lady and, uh, and some other stuff, but they didn't want her there. And I can almost understand the idea. You know, I can understand it. It's, I mean, you're an adult film star and you're coming to this event, and, but it's making people uncomfortable, so you have to leave. And the Republicans and conservatives do the same exact thing. It might not be as violent and aggressive as the left, but it's the same exact thing. And the hypocrisies are present everywhere. If you go onto social media, or maybe you host a podcast. I know you have a lot of podcast uh, podcasters listening to this show. Which, by the way, if you are a podcaster, I encourage you to reach out. And we'll try to have you on The Secret Teachings sometime. You know, I've noticed that in, in the radio world, it's the same kind of a thing. And sometimes the radio world... And alternative media and independent media gets mixed with the mainstream and there's like this sort of a relationship. I mean, think about COVID-19. It was like there's 
there's a virus, right? And it's coming from China and then can't say China. Then people said, well, it's coming from a lab, but then it was actually a bat, but it wasn't a bat. It was a lab. And you, you, you could believe either one, but if you believed, you know, the, the, the Chinese virus or the Wuhan lab virus, it, you were crazy. And then the lab theory picked up steam with the conservative right. And even some of the conservative left said, well, then maybe that's a possibility. But, but you had to believe in one or the other. And I think David Icke makes the best point about this in his book, Renegade Minds. He says that while everybody on the left and right is fighting about that it came from a lab, no, it came from a bat. And some people even furthermore arguing over, well, we can't call it Chinese. That's racist. No one's questioning or asking where is the genetic proof of the virus itself. It's such an important point. And we find this with virtually everything. Herschel Walker, the former NFL player, he played over a decade in the National Football League. Herschel Walker is running for office in the state of Georgia. And Herschel Walker was in a debate. He's a Republican. He was debating his opponent. And his opponent said, you need to tell people why you wouldn't have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. Tell people why you don't want to cap prescription drugs and insulin at a certain cost. And I kept hearing that question. The Inflation Reduction Act, just like marijuana, just like gas prices, just like student loans, all these things are just ploys to get really low information voters to vote because they hear words that sound good and they think they're intellectual, so they continue to vote the way that they've always voted, getting the same thing they've always gotten, which is the definition of, well, a lot of things, insanity to be one of them. And one of the ways I always thought I would answer that question if I was debating, because I like to do that to keep my mind sharp, I, I would tell people, well, this is a really big bill. There's a lot of things in it. And, you know, real democracy in a constitutional republic is weighing what is beneficial and what is harmful and trying to make the best decision. I, I, I thought to myself, well, I guess I would probably answer that question if I was in that position and that was brought up, the Inflation Reduction Act. I'd probably say something to the effect of, why are so many people on prescription drugs to begin with? Then suddenly the feeds would be cut and they'd add in and edit the booze and because people like their drugs. People like their doctors. They, they, they take care of me. They make me feel good. Some people might need drugs. I mean, I'm not above taking a Tylenol on occasion if I'm suffering from a serious headache. I sit in front of this microphone a lot of my life so I get neck pain if I don't adjust and kind of twist and turn around and get up during break. And I'm, I'm in front of this mic even longer than just, you know, the length of the show. So if I get a serious, serious headache or neck pain on occasion, I've taken three this year. I count them. I can count them on my on one hand. I've, I've taken three Tylenols this year. Does that make me a hypocrite? Perhaps it makes me a hypocrite. I can acknowledge it, though. And I can acknowledge that sometimes those things are helpful, although, well, they're still harmful to, to the body. So if you are asking me or using that kind of language and, you know, saying, oh, the Inflation Reduction Act, why didn't you vote for that? Those are the things I would have said. Why are so many people on these drugs to begin with that you have to cap the cost at a certain amount? Because, you know, to me, this is what I would say. I'd say to me, it sounds like you're working for the big drug companies. There's a revolving door between regulators and government. You get, I don't know, you know, if whoever my opponent is, I don't know if you're getting payment from these companies, but these companies are able to charge these things because there's virtually no regulation because they 
own and work with, not for, but they work with the regulators. So there's an issue there. But the other issue is clearly these companies are benefiting clearly politically. Some people are benefiting by claiming they can get the cost of the drugs down when the real question is, why are so many people on drugs? Why is half the country on one prescription drug, 75% on two or more prescription drugs, and virtually every single person, according to AAA, in a vehicle at any given time is impaired by pharmaceutical murder pills, psycho pills, depression pills, and you get pulled over for smoking a joint, but you don't get pulled over for popping pills. I don't know if anybody gets pulled over for smoking a joint anymore, but the idea you can get arrested in some places still for marijuana, but you not for prescription drugs. So here's here's the real question. Why are so many people on these drugs? And Herschel Walker, he didn't say exactly that, but in a really simple way, he, he did say that. Take a listen to what he said. It's the first part of this clip is his opponent. The second part is Herschel Walker saying probably one of the most honest, fact-based, logical, reasonable like common sense, I'm an actual human being, not they from they live things you've ever heard, or at least that I've ever heard. And both the Republican and Democrat and everybody else, they went after this guy. Uncaps the cost of insulin. He said he would not have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. And I think he should tell the people of Georgia why he thinks they should have expensive insulin and why the pharmaceutical companies should be able to charge us whatever they like. Well, first of all, may I respond? You know, I believe in reducing insulin, but at the same time, you got to eat right because he may not know. And I know many people that's on insulin. And unless you have a eating right, insulin is doing you no good. So you have to get food prices down and you got to get gas down so they can go get insulin. And you continue to pat yourself on the back. But right now, families are starving. Right now, families are hurting and they're hurting because of the bills and the laws you're passing right now. And because of all the billions being sent to a foreign country and the financing of actual Nazis in 2022, that's also part of the issue and the sanctions and the acts of war and the blowing up of pipelines and all that stuff. But that's a kind of a separate issue. The main issue here is Herschel Walker's 100% right. Insulin isn't doing you any good unless you eat right. Now, for those of you listening saying, well, there's two types of diabetes, Ryan. I've got type one. That's different. Okay. True, it is different. There's two types of diabetes. Type 1, which affects 1.45 million Americans. Type 2, which affects about 37 million Americans. Type 1 diabetes is considered a genetic condition. Usually affects you when you're very young. Type 2 diabetes, which is affecting the young more and more, is a lifestyle condition. According to the Centers for Disease Control, maybe you don't trust them, that's fine. But, you know, if they tell me to wash my hands after I go to the bathroom, I'm I'm probably going to wash my hands after I go to the bathroom. I don't distrust that recommendation, but that's a silly example, perhaps. The CDC says, and they put out these reports all the time, up to 40% of annual deaths from each of the five leading U.S. causes are preventable. They include heart disease, cancer, chronic, lower respiratory diseases, and stroke, along with uh, unintentional injuries. But, you know, that's kind of a separate thing, falling off a ladder etc. They say eliminating three risk factors, poor diet, inactivity, and smoking would prevent 80% of heart disease and stroke cases, 80% of type 2 diabetes, and 40% of cancer rates. That's what the CDC says. I have a couple of issues here with that statement. Number one, if you trust the CDC 
and you're all about vaccines and masks and all that, then you probably should be informing people if you care so much about health that they can literally reverse, cure, and even prevent heart disease, stroke, diabetes, type 2, and cancer with lifestyle changes. If you're really concerned about public health, that's what you should be focused on. Because, well, just heart disease alone, 610,000 on average, it's recently, it, it keeps going up because we have more people and more people being diagnosed and more people eating poorly, etc. It's close to like, it's like between 600 and 700,000 people die every year from heart disease. Not because of COVID-19. They die because of lifestyle choices. That's your choice. That's fine. Don't complain about it. Don't expect people to take care of you and feel sorry for you. But heart disease, largely, not every case, the CDC says about 80%, can be reversed, is, is treatable. You can cure it. You can even prevent it. We've known this for a long time. So if that many people are dying, 80, what's 80% of upwards of three-quarters of a million lives every single year? We're talking hundreds of thousands of of people who would live. This isn't just statistics. This isn't just the clever usage of words or mumbo jumbo. This is real, factual, hard information that nobody wants to talk about because it means everybody has to take responsibility. Now, if you don't trust the CDC, that's fine. I think that you should be a little bit more trusting, like the people that trust the CDC outright should be a little less trusting. But if you don't trust the CDC, that's totally fine. That's fine. But I think that's also part of the psychology because when they recommend things like that, oh, I don't trust the CDC. Well, you probably should trust them on that because that's very well-established science. Very well-established science. Very well. I mean, you pro-science, right? You should believe that. Again, if you don't trust the CDC, that's fine. But, I mean, this is also common sense. So Herschel Walker makes that statement. It's a, it's a beautiful, simple answer. Because what he's saying is, how about we just don't have insulin, you know, at all in the way that we do now, where it's not really a requirement to live, where some people might need it. It's available. We can help them get lower costs. But how about we just get people off of it so the drug companies aren't making that obscene amount of money that they are off of it? That sounds like a better solution. What, what would you rather have? still very expensive, but capped prescription drugs and insulin and have to suffer through the conditions of disease? Or would you rather not have to suffer through those conditions, take responsibility, offset the pain elsewhere, like maybe you just don't do X, Y, Z this many times a week? I mean, everybody's different, so I can't say exactly what is or isn't causing someone to be sick or not sick. But the point is, would you rather be on those things and rely on politicians and capped drugs and big pharmaceutical companies? Or would you rather just get off the pharmaceutical companies, not rely on the politicians, et cetera? But see, nobody wants to do that on the right or left. And the, and the people that do, I have much respect and admiration for you. I've done it. That's why I have such little tolerance for the people who have the ability to do it and don't do it. And then blame other people for their problems. And demand that other people take care of them. Give me the drugs. Give me the lower the cost. I'm voting for the voting for this person because they're going to help. No, take responsibility. Don't just vote for people who are going to lower the cost of an already overpriced irresponsibility. 
don't vote for people that are responsible for cost increases. And then when they artificially lower them, you give them credit for, well, gaslighting you and you develop Stockholm syndrome. All support them because even though they've got me held hostage, uh, they, the, the insulin really helps me. Again, for some people. But type 2 diabetes, 37 million cases, 80% of that's at least reversible, if not, you know, curable entirely, uh, um, you know, reversible, curable. It's not totally preventable. And then think about the economic cost that goes along with that. I mean, we should not be discussing health care bills. We should not be discussing issues of inflation. We should not be discussing COVID-19 unless this information is brought to the forefront of the conversation. But it means people have to take responsibility. It means that people have to acknowledge, oh, we don't have to rely on drug companies. If you don't have to rely on drug companies largely, then that means those companies lose a lot of money and both the left and the right of any discussion or conversation where we make everything about debating as defined by arguing to win when debating is not an argument at all. It's actually a discussion to see who has the better ideas. We argue back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This person doesn't support lowering cost of drugs. This person you know, is working for the drug company. How about we just don't support the drug companies at all in these ways? Again, everybody's different. Everybody has a different situation. I understand that. But I hope that you can furthermore understand the underlying point, the underlying thing that I'm grasping and grabbing at here on the show tonight. So as every year we do, we talk about these uh, Halloween cereals, Frank, uh, Frankenberry and Booberry and Count Chocolate. I think there's a new one out now with a werewolf. And I want to read you the back, uh, or rather the side, uh, essentially the back label of these products. So for example, you have Frankenberry. Just, just listen to this. I want you to process this in regard to contemporary events. This is what's in your Booberry cereal. Contains bioengineered food ingredients, whole grain corn, one corn product, cornmeal, two corn products, sugar, often derived from corn, corn syrup, corn product, dextrose, usually derived from corn, four corn products, canola and or sunflower oil, modified cornstarch, five corn products, salt, gelatin, which for people that are vegans, quote unquote, you probably shouldn't be eating this. Vegans love this kind of stuff. Gelatins derived from animals, so you probably shouldn't be eating this. Vegans are such hypocrites, too. Trisodium phosphate, natural and artificial flavor. I'm guessing that would be the General Mills artificially strawberry flavored sweetened cereal with monster marshmallows. That you know, whoever wrote monster marshmallows should go to prison, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, natural and artificial flavors: red forty, blue one, and blue two. Malic acid and citric acid. So I don't know. Let's look at one of these things. Blue one. Blue one. Also goes by Brilliant Blue, FCF, FDNC, Blue one, etc. Blue one is banned in Italy. It's banned in Switzerland. It's banned in France. It's banned in Germany. It's banned in Austria. It's banned in Belgium. It's banned in Greece. It is, however, considered safe generally in the European Union and the United States. However, investigations into Blue one have shown that it is a skin irritant. It damages the liver. It damages the kidney. It causes kidney tumors to develop in mice. And perhaps most disturbingly, it damages DNA in some of the studies. Literally, damage to DNA 
not to mention the genetically modified foods, damage to DNA from blue one. Keep that in mind for a moment. Then there's blue two. Blue two, FDNC, blue two, or indigotine or indigo carmine. Blue two is one of the food colorings that causes hyperactivity in children. They're eating too much sugar. No, they're eating too many food dyes. In the same way that diabetes isn't necessarily even caused by sugar, it's caused largely by fat. Hyperactivity is not caused by sugar necessarily. It's caused by food dye, which is monstrously prevalent in children's products. Blue 2 has also been shown to cause brain cancer in rats, abnormal cell development in general, cancer in particular, and uh, a specific type of tumor which grows in the brain and the spine. I think they're called gliomas tumors, G-L-I-O-M-A-S, gliomas tumors, something like that. So that's blue and one and blue two. Now, now thinking about that for a second, I, w- I want you to think about the people that they won't get a vaccine because of the ingredients, because it's a gene therapy, but then they'll go buy freaking Frankenberry cereal, which literally has an ingredient in it, which has laboratory, scientific, scientific, uh, laboratory, whatever you want to call it, has been documented to cause D. In a damage. I want you to think about that. I'm going to say it again. I'm not getting a COVID-19 vaccine because it damages my DNA. It's gene therapy. But then you go buy Frankenberry, which has blue one and blue two in it, which have been shown to damage your DNA. I mean, it's it's truly, truly stunning. And you find the same thing in, of course, because it's blue. In the booberry cereal, here's the ingredient list for that. It's literally the same thing. It's whole grain corn, cornmeal, sugar, corn syrup, dextrose, canola and or sunflower oil, modified corn starch, salt, gelatin, trisodium phosphate, red 40, blue 1 and 2, natural and artificial flavor, malic acid and citric acid. And then, of course, if you read the front cover, artificially berry flavored sweetened cereal with monster marshmallows, blue 1 and blue 2. So blue 1 and blue 2 cause liver and kidney Problems, including tumors, DNA damage, which relates to the abnormal cellular development. And of course, both of these cause hyperactivity in children. It's not just the sugar. And of course, most of the studies conducted on this have been conducted by the industry. Think about the consistency we've been talking about, the hypocrisy we've been talking about. Now, what about somebody who gets a vaccine anyway? And then they eat this kind of cereal, they eat this kind of food anyway. Well, it's a different situation. They're not concerned what's in the vaccine. They're not concerned what's in the food. But those are also the same people, politically speaking, that tended to be opposed to genetic engineering. And now for some reason, what we call liberals eat the most disgusting, grotesque, unbelievably unnutritious, highly ultra, super duper mega processed food you can imagine. They love like the birthday cake cookies and the and the 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 the, the, the different types of uh, genetically engineered products. But like five years ago. Uh, six years ago, seven years ago, used to be just anti-GMO protests. Now they love GMOs. Now they love gene therapy. Something has happened. Something has changed. I don't know what it is. Once again, consistency and hypocrisy. Blue one and blue two in those cereals can cause DNA damage. So if you're worried about the vaccines, I'm not going to get my kid a vaccine. I need to opt out of it. 
and then you let your kid eat this for Halloween or you eat this for Halloween, you are a hypocrite. But I'm not shaming people. I'm, I'm simply informing you. So quite, I mean this quite sincerely. Understand this in the same way that you understand your anti-COVID-19 vaccine. You're opposed to it, which you have a right to be opposed to it completely, especially because it's EUA, emergency youth authorization. But if you understand this stuff in the same way, well, the healthcare debate changes, the food industry changes, and politicians have to change. Our whole society, our whole culture changes. Uh, and again, I want to reinforce this idea here. I, I don't care if you go drink a bucket of beer and eat 50 chicken wings. I don't care if you drink ranch dressing. I don't care if you drink gravy for a beverage. I don't care if you smoke 50 cigarettes a day. I don't care what you do to your body. But for anybody who says I'm not getting the COVID-19 vaccine because of it's a gene therapy, because of the ingredients, I'm not going to put on a mask because it restricts my oxygen. Meanwhile, you smoke cigarettes, marijuana, you inject, you huff, you eat and drink things like blue one and blue two, which causes DNA damage, kidney and liver problems. It also causes most food colorings tend to cause respiratory distress, although that's not been shown with blue one and blue two. It does cause hyperactivity, abnormal cellular growth and development, tumors of the brain and spine over long term usage. Of course, eating it once probably won't kill you. But then again, maybe taking one COVID-19 vaccine won't kill you. Maybe it will. Maybe some people have an abnormal reaction to these kinds of food colorings. They have uh, anaphylactic reactions. They have uh, 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 toxicity reactions. And you don't know what's happening to your DNA. Why would you consume something that you know can damage your DNA? If you're not going to take a vaccine because of that reason, you shouldn't be eating Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry. I mean, it's really that simple. Although, you know, you would think Count Chocula doesn't have the blue one. Count Chocula goes a little bit harder. Count Chocula says, yeah, I see your red 40, your blue one, and your blue two, and I raise you arguably the most dangerous food coloring that is, uh, well, available to put into products, and that would be yellow five and yellow six. By the way, red 40, which is in all of these products, red 40 or Allura red is a derivative of naphthalene, an aromatic hydrocarbon used in insecticides and pest repellents. It's one of the most commonly used food dyes in the United States. It's also a predecessor to Red 2. And guess what? It's been shown to alter the DNA of mice and debilitate the immune system. Huh. Along with allergic reactions, as I said, anaphylactic shock, cancer, and hypersensitivity and hyperactivity in children. So that's in all of them. I'm not taking this shot because it's gene therapy. Really? Well, um, you might want to check the box of Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry. Well, I don't eat those. Well, check the box, check the bag, check the container, check the wrapper of anything that you're consuming this Halloween because there's a very good chance whatever it is that you're consuming, even if it's just one time, it's not much different than the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll get into Count Chocula when we come back from break. These are really, truly serial killers here on The Secret Teachings. More after this. Stay with us. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. 
Peasy.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. So it's taken months, but my new book, Liberty Shrugged, is finally available. Nearly 700 pages with archived images, it will leave you fascinated and wanting more. See, hatred for America and the Constitution is based on misconceptions of history and the rule of law. Charges of racism, sexism, and bigotry don't hold up to history and context. They stem from nullifiers who wanted to replace the Constitution and maintain hierarchy, as with the Confederate Constitution, which aimed to preserve the institution of slavery. But racism was not the foundation of that institution. It was a final justification to defend an institution which had existed forever and for which Western civilization and colonialism was actually taking steps to end. Africans and Arabs organized slave trading far exceeding anything in the Atlantic, and some continue to this day. Also, a woman's role in household duties was as systemic as a man's role in the legislature or on the battlefield. Indian tribes, when they weren't at war with one another, were choosing sides with the Europeans. See, we can't address history from the air-conditioned seats of a progressive university and pass judgments on men, women, and events that we know nothing about. My book, Liberty Shrugged, attempts to dispel countless historical, cultural, and social myths in order to find an objective understanding of history, the present, and the future. It's Liberty Shrugged at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope you'll get a copy today for yourself, for your friends, for your family. I think you'll really enjoy it. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Thanks, Ryan. This is David Knight with thedavidknightshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Final segment tonight. Really interesting show. I hope that you enjoy it. Hope that you've stayed tuned through the whole thing and you're not just flipping around because everything I've shared with you tonight, at least I find it to be, well, I find it to be uh, important. Whether you have a certain political view or a certain view of certain world events, I'm trying to be sincerely as objective as possible tonight on the broadcast. I always try to be objective, but I'm really trying to be objective about this. I'm trying to, every couple of minutes, let you know, I don't care how you take care of yourself or don't take care of yourself. People accuse me of shaming them. People accuse me of 
criticizing what they choose to eat or drink. I'm not doing any of that. What I'm simply saying is there's a tremendous amount of hypocrisy, both politically and non-politically, when it comes to this, this issue uh, of health. You have people that take such poor care of themselves, but then they blame others when they get sick. And you have others that, well, they likewise take pretty poor care of themselves. They don't necessarily blame others when they get sick, but they're hypocrites because they won't take a COVID-19 vaccine because of side effects or because of ingredients. However, they have no issue consuming food colorings and food dyes and Halloween cereals, which contain food colorings like Blue 1 and Blue 2 and Red 40. This includes Frankenberry and Booberry, Red 40, Blue 1 and Blue 2, all are toxic, harm the liver, harm the kidneys. Blue 1 causes skin irritation, and all three of them are shown to cause cancer, cancer of the brain, cancer of the spine, and DNA damage, which is partly linked to cancer or more than partly linked to cancer. In other words, I'm not taking gene therapy. You can't force me to take gene therapy, but I will voluntarily have a bowl of Frankenberry because it's Halloween, which contains ingredients that cause DNA damage. Massive, major, stunning, unbelievable hypocrisy. Now that's just booberry and Frankenberry. How about Count Chocula? Count Chocula, you could argue... I don't know if I'd argue it, but you could argue that Count Chocula is probably the, the healthiest of all these cereals. And that's only because Frankenberry and Booberry have the same ingredients, but Count Chocula also has cacao in it. Ooh. So it has cacao in it. That's why it has that chocolatey taste to it. So it's, it's actually real cacao. And rather than putting that, you know, on the front of the box, you Made with real cacao, it just says chocolatey cereal with monster marshmallows. At least Count Chocula uses real cacao and not chocolate flavor, which chocolate isn't even cacao. They're two different things. One is stripped of, of its nutrients. One is stripped of its, of, its, um, of its substance. And then they just add sugar in to make up the difference because real chocolate is very bitter. So here's the ingredients for Count Chocula. The whole grain corn syrup. There's more corn. Corn meal, more corn. Corn syrup, more corn. That's the second corn third corn, fourth corn, canola and or sunflower oil, modified corn starches, another corn, cacao processed with alkali, and then the red 40, which is a, is damages DNA. It's super toxic, creates an environment in the body that leads to hyperactivity and hypersensitivity, skin issues, allergies, anaphylactic shock, etc. Blue one, and this, this is a new one, and other color. <laughs> it just says other color added. Dextrose, which is often derived from corn, salt, natural and artificial uh, flavor, gelatin, which if you're a vegan and eating this, you're a hypocrite too. Or if you just don't know, you should know gelatin is derived from animals, just like little sprinkles you eat on your ice cream. That's not vegan. And trisodium phosphate mixed with a number of synthetic and artificial vitamins and minerals. However, Count Chocula has two other ingredients in it that I skipped over. Count Chocula has yellow five and yellow six. And I want you to pay close attention to this because this, this is probably the most disgusting thing. Yellow five is also known as FDNC yellow five or E102 or tartrazine or tartrazine. It causes hypersensitivity and hyperactivity, loss of concentration, migraines, anxiety, fatigue, 
Obviously, these effects on children are blamed on sugar. The coloring of yellow five is also placed in some frozen vegetables, pet foods, candy, of course, sugary, corn-laden, genetically modified cereals. They're all made with bioengineered ingredients. These, well, most cereals, not just Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry. Yellow five is put into a lot of cheese products, macaroni and cheese, etc. Then there's yellow six. Yellow six, yellow five, very similar. Yellow six, FDNC, yellow six, sunset yellow, FCF, or CI13985. Yellow six causes adrenal tumors in animals, migraines, hyperactivity, hypersensitivity. It's also banned in the United States now. Some of these yellow dyes are actually banned in the United States now, but yellow six, you can still continue to use it. Some of these dyes are banned in the European Union, but legal in the United States, and some of them are legal in the European Union, but banned in the United States. It's kind of confusing, kind of hard to keep up with it all. But again, the point is, you consume yellow five, yellow six, red 40, blue one, blue two, that cause DNA damage, hyperactivity, hypersensitivity, etc., particularly in children, and you have parents that tend to be more libertarian or conservative. And they're like, I'm not getting my kids a vaccine. This is gene therapy. They're dangerous. But then you feed your kids this kind of cereal. Hypocrisy and inconsistency. And it's not impressive or moral. It's ignorant. For those of you who are just tuning into the show and you think he's just yelling at us. I'm not yelling at you. I mean, I mean this very sincerely. If you don't know, if you're a vegan and don't know that there's gelatin in these things, then you should know that because most gelatins derive from animals. So you don't eat animal products. You shouldn't be having gelatin. But then again, a lot of vegans are totally hypocrites. We don't want to harm anything while they drive their VW van through swarms of insects on the cross country road trip. You know, it's, you have to find some kind of balance and, and you have to acknowledge everybody, including myself. You have to acknowledge everybody is a little bit hypocritical. But again, the point of tonight's show is to point out that for anybody, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different angles to this. If you won't get a vaccine because of gene therapy, because of ingredients, because of side effects, then you should be applying. If you truly believe that, you should be applying that analysis to everything. And if you say, "Well, I don't have time to apply that to everything. I don't have time to read ingredients and check out what I'm eating and drinking," well, then what's what's the difference? Why did you have time for the COVID vaccine, but not for the things that you eat and drink every single day of your life? It seems like we have misplaced priorities in that case. It seems like the people that don't have time for anything else, but they do have time for the COVID vaccine to not get it. Are they not much different than the people that wear a mask because it's a political statement? It's a status symbol. It goes well with this this top I wear a mask because I care about people. Listen, conservatives and libertarians and anybody else who says it's gene therapy, side effects, ingredients, I'm not getting it because it's dangerous, but then you go and eat Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry or any other stuff that's very similar, if not totally identical, because it's all made with corn and food dye. You are a hypocrite, and you're doing the same thing that the people with the masks as an identity symbol are doing. I'm not taking the vaccine because for your political side... And for your personal beliefs within the alternative independent world, that is your status symbol. That is your feather in the cap. 
because we feel more comfortable if we don't have a vaccine. We talk to other people who have have not had them and they make us feel like, well, well, they didn't have me either. <laughs> I, I feel comfortable around you now, just like the people that get them. Well, I feel comfortable around you because you have the vaccine. I mean, but look, look, look at what people outside of science and medicine, as they say, look at what happens outside of that. You get people that are maybe they're not even on the right but they're just people that the left disagrees with. They get kicked off campuses. They get banned from campuses. They get shadow banned. They get kicked off the internet. They go to Facebook and Twitter jail. They have their accounts suspended. They're fined. They're treated as second-class citizens, just like anybody in some places where there's a vaccine passport who didn't take vaccines. You're a second-class citizen. You're segregated. Same with masks. If you don't want to wear a mask, you've got to sit over there, sit in the back of the bus. But Republicans and conservatives do the exact same thing. I mean, uh, the, the this famous porn star, Brandy Bell, she went to an event in, in a turning point action. She was kicked out of the event. I mean, maybe it was a publicity stunt. I don't know. But the conservatives kicked her out because, well, she's a porn star. We don't want her here, even though she agreed with your viewpoints. It's the same damn thing. The same damn thing. And I'm sick and I'm tired of it. I, I mean that so sincerely with the with this least amount of anger as, as, or the most amount of anger as I can control, the least amount of anger that's coming out. I am so tired of the hypocrisy. I'm so tired of the inability of the average person to process and conceive of a point of view that is outside of their individual political or whatever it is paradigm. You know, I could push a right wing angle. I don't because I'm not right wing. I could push a left wing angle, but I don't because I'm not left wing. I could push a middle of the road angle, which I tend to do, but that's because I try to address everything from every side. When it comes to something like food dye and genetically modified ingredients, nobody anymore. I mean, at least liberals used to like to talk about that stuff. They used to go to anti-GMO. Hell no, GMO protests. Now nobody does that. Nobody cares anymore. It's just natural. It's on the side of boxes now. We don't care. Why? Because if you have to take responsibility you can't just rely on politicians to say, we're going to cap the cost of your prescription drugs. You should vote for us. We care about families and the cost of the drugs that they are on. Or you could be like Herschel Walker and say, actually, the real problem is people aren't eating right. So you can take as much insulin as you want. And if you know, he, he's he's, of course, referring to the people like, well, type two diabetes, which is 80 percent. The CDC estimates reversible, curable, treatable and preventable. He's saying that if you don't eat right, the insulin isn't going to do much for you. In fact, if you're not eating right and you're doing the insulin, you're doing the prescription drugs, it's actually going to make the condition a lot worse. In fact, it's probably the reason you have the condition to begin with. And Herschel Walker is entirely right when he says that at the uh, debate in Georgia. Uncaps the cost of insulin. He said he would not have voted for the Inflation Reduction Act. And I think he should tell the people of Georgia why he thinks they should why are so many people on these drugs to begin with why the pharmaceutical companies should be able to charge us how about they don't make any money well, first of all may i respond you know i believe in reducing insulin but at the same time you got to eat right because he may not know and i know many people that's on insulin and unless you have a eating right insulin is doing you no good so you have to get food prices down and you got to get gas down so they can go get insulin and you continue to pat yourself on the back but right now, families are starving. Right now, families are hurting. And they're hurting because of the bills and the laws you're passing right now.
Yes. Why are so many people on the drugs to begin with? Why are so many people struggling to pay those drug costs to begin with? It's because people that work with the drug companies because of the revolving door between the drug companies and the government and regulators and politicians, that those companies charge those prices anyway. And then when they lower the price, like a Black Friday deal, which isn't really a deal, they act like they're heroes and you should vote for them and give them more power to continue to work with the big drug companies instead of telling people, look, talk to your doctor and if your doctor doesn't get it, talk to another doctor, a naturopath or something. Learn about what causes type 2 diabetes in particular. Listen to the recommendations of the CDC when they say lifestyle changes and start making a change with supervision from you know a naturopath or a, a doctor or whatever who, who actually gets it. And read the studies where heart disease, diabetes, etc. have just been totally reversed. And if you do that, you're going to recognize, oh, I actually don't really need the insulin to begin with. It's not, I'm not saying you get rid of insulin. That's stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is you don't need as much insulin. And you reduce the usage of the insulin, which means that I wouldn't want the drug companies to be making any profit from insulin because I want people to be off the insulin. I want the problems they're suffering from to be solved, the diseases to be cured. It's the same issue with homelessness. You want people to, to, to just get rid of the homelessness. You want people to just be pulled off the street. That's fascist. No, I don't think people should be living on the street because we have immense resources. We have immense knowledge and we should be helping people to get jobs, helping people to get a shower, helping people to get food and not coddling and incentivizing that behavior. We should be helping them to earn it themselves and giving them opportunities. We have immense opportunities. The people that don't want to participate in that, those are the people that get removed from a civil society. They get shipped places like Seattle where they're happy to have bridge trolls. But in civil society, we don't allow people to sleep on the street. We help them to get better. In a civil society, we don't want to cap prescription drugs. We want to eliminate prescription drugs by helping people to not have to take them anymore. And if you think that, is radical or that is extreme or that is a conspiracy theory or it's the rantings of somebody who doesn't eat meat. Not only have you lost the point entirely, I don't think you have more than a few brain cells functioning, to be quite honest with you. And I don't care how many people that offends. That is the honest to God's truth. We got to stop the tribalism of freaking everything. And especially when the tribes merge. Because someone like Herschel Walker says, Well, if you eat right, you won't even need to worry about the insulin. Suddenly, he's insulting the 37 million Americans who make poor lifestyle decisions and have diabetes as a result, which here's the thing. Herschel Walker also said, well, maybe he doesn't know this. Most people don't know this. And he's right. Most people don't know this. That's why I do radio shows like this to inform you, because most people don't know this. Most people also don't know that food colorings cause hypersensitivity and hyperactivity. So, I mean, you can get a, quote, sugar high, but the hyperactivity is not always a result of sugar. It's usually a result of the food colorings, which are more than prevalent uh, in children's products. And those products with those food colorings also cause things like, well, liver problems, kidney problems, beyond the hyperactivity and hypersensitivity, cancer, and guess what? DNA damage. 
So in other words, if you're eating Frankenberry, Booberry, or Count Chocula, which also has yellow 5 and yellow 6 tartrazine in it, what is happening here, yellow 5 is tartrazine, yellow 6 is separate, but what's happening here is if you're eating those cereals and then not participating in the COVID-19 narrative because you think that there could be side effects from a mask or side effects from a vaccine or you don't take gene therapy. If you recognize that those food colorings cause DNA damage, if you, I don't care what the extent is, it causes the same thing that you're worried about short term and or long term. You could get a vaccine, be ter- perfectly fine. You could eat a bowl of cereal every day for the rest of your life, be totally fine. Or you could have one bowl of cereal and have a reaction. You could take one shot and have a reaction. Everybody's different. Every situation is different. I'm pointing out the consistencies, the inconsistencies, and the hypocrisy. Now, again, if you can acknowledge it, fine. I don't care. That's not, it's not my prerogative to care. I don't care if you're smoking you know, a pack of cigarettes while you're listening to the show. That's not the point. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't blow it in my face. But it's also because people do these things that healthcare costs are so high. It's, people do these things, so we have to have a healthcare debate. People do these things, so we have to focus on the cost of drugs, which if we focused on the cause of the drugs, not the cost of the drugs, the cause of the drugs is largely lifestyle-induced, we could get rid of the drugs, the cause of the drugs, and the cost of the drugs. We wouldn't have to have the conversation at all. He doesn't want to talk about getting people their prescription drugs. No, because I don't want you to be on prescription drugs. And that should be, as far as I'm concerned, that should be the direction as a society that we want to move. We, we, don't, we, we don't want to tolerate people living on the street. Not because we hate those people, but because we want to help them get employed. We want to help them earn a living. We want to help them earn food. We want to help them you know, learn how to take care of themselves. Or we want to help give them the opportunity, because they already know how to do those things. We want to help give them the opportunity to become a member of society again who doesn't have to sleep on the side of the road with a needle in their arm. We don't hate homeless people. We would just like to get help, help people get off the street. We would like to help people get off their drugs in the same way. I, I mean, I wouldn't vote to cap prescription drugs or insulin because I, I don't want you to have to be on prescription drugs or insulin. And every case is totally different. And see, that's the problem is prescription drugs Insulin, these are generally speaking one-size-fits-all solutions that just make the problem worse and continue the problem indefinitely. And the people that work to change the cost are working with the companies that are literally sucking the life out of you. I want to help you get off those things. And those, those uh, drugs or that insulin or whatever it is that, you're, that, that, that I want you to get off of, it's more complicated because everybody's body is so different. You're either addicted to these things consciously or could be even you know that you're you're addicted to these things uh, chemically, or uh, you know you have an addiction to just the process of taking the pills or the insulin or whatever it is without addressing the root source of the problem. I, I want to address the root source of the problem. I want to address the reason and the cost and eliminate both of them. To me, that's a more sound solution. And I could sit here and I could give you example after example. If you're eating Count Chocula and Booberry and Frankenberry Halloween candy type cereals or Halloween candy in general, and you see the blue one and the blue two, and you see the red 40 and the yellow five and the yellow six, think liver toxicity, kidney toxicity, hyperactivity, hypersensitivity, cancer, and DNA damage. 
If you want a good analysis of this, you can read my book, Food Philosophy, which is my shorter book. It's 323 pages. It's available at thesecretteachings.info. Or you can look up this document from the Center for Science and the Public Interest. Shows the toxicity and metabolic effect of food dyes. It's called Food Dyes, D-Y-E-S, A Rainbow of Risks. And you can read the analysis of these food dyes. It's a really interesting paper. It's a really good paper, but that's in my book, Food Philosophy, which I really don't promote, uh, promote enough at www.thesecretteachings.info. So if you are eating these things, but you're also worried about side effects, symptoms, ingredients, etc. of a vaccine, that's hypocritical. If you've now learned this, and you can admit that you're hypocritical, that's one thing. But if you can't acknowledge that there's a similarity between people who will eat this poison and then also take, uh, not take a shot, they take a stance against the shot, it's not much different in their communities than the people that in other communities wear a mask and take a shot because it's the right thing to do. It becomes, it's the right thing to do to not get it. You know, and, and, and because it's the right thing to do, whether you get it or don't get it, when the same excuse is used, well, it's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing not to get it because it's the right thing to do. It's not the right thing to get it because it's the right thing to do. That's mind control. That's programming. And industry uses the resistance as promotion of their products. You see how it works? People that are anti-gun, I'm anti-gun, we're going to get rid of guns. They've got investments in gun companies. They're going to make a fortune. Look at these anti-vaxxers. They're making it harder for your vaccine to work, so you should get another vaccine. They're using the anti-quote vaccine movement to promote their freaking product. The anti-vaccine crowd is used as a trigger to initiate more pharmaceutical drugs, more Paxlovid, more vaccines. It's a freaking scam. If, and only if, you resist because it's the right thing to do without any other information. Now, the right thing to do might mean you've investigated it, you've talked to people about it, you've decided, I'm choosing not to do this. And as far as I'm concerned, it's not really my business what your reason not to do it is. I'm just pointing out the consistencies, the inconsistencies, and the hypocrisy of the left and the right, politically speaking, but of course, people that are outside of those political paradigms who have similar ideas. I mean, look, the right cancels people, the left cancels people, the left's just a lot better at it and a lot more violent about it. They do the same thing. That's not a left or right problem. That's a mental problem. That's an issue up there in the brain. That's a psycho psychological problem. Eat all the candy and food colorings for Halloween, give them to your kids, but you would never get your kid a gene therapy shot. Well, it's pretty much the same thing when you're feeding them food coloring. In fact, it is the same thing. It's gene therapy. It just does something different. And the vaccine's programmed to do one specific genetic thing. The food dye does God knows what. It's just like a, it's a shotgun blast. It just sprays it. I think this is important. I think that this is something that should be on every alternative, independent, radio show, podcast, but it won't be. It won't be because you got to take responsibility for your actions. And, and, I, and I'll imagine, I imagine that um, we'll probably get less downloads and listens for this show than any other show we've done this month because it means that, well, I don't care what your point of view is and what you think my point of view is. We're all in the same boat when it comes to this. 
Our bodies are different, but generally speaking, our bodies want and desire the same and need the same things. So I'd rather people not be on prescription drugs, not be on insulin. There are ways to get off of them. I mean, if you trust the CDC, then you should be informing people that major causes of death in the United States, heart disease, respiratory problems, stroke, diabetes, type 2, cancer. These are almost 100% across the board, totally preventable, totally curable, not just treatable and 100% preventable in the first place. Now, in a utopian society, we'd have a different situation. This isn't utopia, so not everybody's going to fix those problems. But the idea is, and the point is, and the fact is, and the evidence is, it's pretty simple to fix these problems. And because it's, well, pretty simple to fix these problems, we shouldn't be focused on uh, things that are less severe than these massive problems we have that are so easy to fix. Like it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Like Harvard Medical School graduate, Dr. Dean Ornish, very famous Dean Ornish, lifestyle heart trial. He demonstrated that a low-fat plant-based diet accompanied by breathing exercises and relaxation initiated heart disease regression over the course of a year. I mean, you can say, well, I eat meat and I, oh, that's fine. You can still eat meat. That's not the point. The point is if you got heart disease, you're going to die. Low-fat plant-based diet has been shown to reverse the heart disease. It's indisputable. Indisputable. According to the CDC, heart disease and stroke account for about 730,000 deaths each year. That's a lot of deaths. Billions and billions of dollars. And most of those, I mean, I guess it depends on the statistics you look at, but let's look at what the CDC estimates. The CDC estimates 80% of heart disease and stroke could be eliminated. 80%. So 80% roughly of 730,000 deaths, that's more safe and efficient. There's better efficacy with that than there is any vaccine, any drug, any insulin, any prescription product that has to be capped at a certain amount. Any argument over why didn't you vote for this? Why did you vote for this? It's because they don't want you to ask the question, why are so many people on these drugs to begin with? Why are so many people taking insulin to begin with? Are there ways to get people off these things? Absolutely. Is it safe and effective? hundred uh, percent. There's no downside to it. Unless you do it wrong, which you, you can do it wrong. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that is what I have to share with you here on The Secret Teachings. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I hope you understood the point of what I was getting at here. You got a whole week to think about this before Halloween. If you want to eat candy? I don't give a crap if you eat 10 bags of candy. That's not the point just trying to provide you with a different perspective and trying to bring a little bit of consistency to the to the subject matter. So if you would like to listen to The Secret Teachings, all the other shows we did this week, we've got some great shows next week. Karen Dahlman with the Ouija board, Charlie Robinson joining us. Visit any radio or podcast player, type in The Secret Teachings, you'll find the show. Please go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. We don't have a lot of reviews there, although we've been here forever because we've gotten taken off Apple. We got put back on. Same with Twitter. They don't really count our followers now. I just it, it stopped under 300 now. I just started that account because I got kicked off the other one. So that's the way that you can follow us. Twitter, rdgable at yahoo.com. Thesecretteachings.info is our website. It also has all the links to the show archive. But if you'd like to subscribe to the show, it's 50 bucks for a whole year. You get access to the archive, the montages, my digital books, including food philosophy and more. www.thesecretteachings.info 
And I finally did download. Some people have canceled their PayPal accounts because of the, well, the censorship and the fining uh, that they say they're not going to do now. Uh, I've, I've downloaded the Cash app. A lot of people have told me to do that. So I've downloaded that. Uh, I really don't understand how it works, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, but my name is Ryan Gable. And the Cash tag, uh, whatever they call it, Cash tag is the money sign. R-D-G-A-B-L-E, R-D-Gable at Yahoo.com is the email. R-D-Gable is the cash tag. So the money sign, R-D-Gable. Money sign, R-D-Gable, if you want to use the cash app. Email again, R-D-Gable at Yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast.